No one ever saw this coming, but here we are, bonded forever by the same ex-husband. Once arch enemies and now partners in crime, we journey to the edge of sanity to uncover the dark truth about our ex-husband. My name is Athena. And I'm Amber. And we are the creators of Ex-Wives Undercover. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ex-Wives Undercover. My name is Athena. And I'm Amber, and we have a special update episode. Yes, we've been we gone for do. a hot minute. I know we're rusty. We were just saying how rusty we were. We we're like, what's our? What do we normally say when we start? Who am I? Where am I? What's going um, on? <laughs> but we thought, even though we've been doing this for quite a while now, that we should say our names anyway because we've had so much feedback from people saying that they placed our faces with each other's names. So. Now that we're actually no, on- our voices, our, our voices voice- with oh, each other's faces, they place. Yeah. Yes. They thought we were each other. Our voices so, matched each other. Yes. So Amber, yeah. Amber has a blonde voice, but she actually has brown hair <laughs> and Athena has a brown hair girl voice, but has blonde hair. Tricky. Oh, that's what they know. say. That's what they say. It's because I have a high little kid voice and you have a lower, <laughs> but isn't <laughs> that like, tune? Have the clown ho- when I was editing the clown voice, I was listening. I, I know I clown voice laugh like a lot. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. There it is. I well, mean, I have a witch cackle, so there is just so much that have that has happened. I know. And, and let me I jump just, in too, because yeah. this is important before we get started on our update is that this episode is going to be on YouTube. So I know some people love to watch us on YouTube. So you can at the same day, same time, it will be released on both podcasts and YouTube. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Take like it, it away. Okay. Well, I guess we can just kind of start with the exciting fact that we are hitting our two year anniversary. We launched this podcast um, on, I think the day before Halloween or on Halloween two years ago. And that's pretty freaking rad. Yeah. Oh, I know. I can't believe two years went by. So much has happened. Um, but the good part is, is yes, it was a bumpy start because we just, you know, everyone knows the story. We just blasted our story. Didn't know what we were doing. Didn't know how to edit. Didn't know about sound stuff. Didn't know about shit basically. So the exciting part is, is now that we've wrapped up season four, we are going back and re-editing season one to make it a better listener experience yes. or interviews, which I love listening to. So we have your mom, we have more of Lexi, we have Lexi's dad, we have my mom, my sister, multiple yeah. friends of mine. So it's really more insightful. I think it's good to I have agree. some outside yeah. perspective on things, not just me and you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that will be done. And no, and no crazy sound effects with major bass to startle anybody driving in their vehicle. Um, (laughs) I still apologize about that. Uh, Right. I mean, it's not perfect. I still am nitpicking the ones that I've re-edited. Like I'll listen to them going, Oh, you're such a perfectionist. I I know. And it drives me crazy, but it's so much better. It's night and day better. It is so Um, good. We're trying to cut out all the repetitive parts. So it shouldn't be as, yes, there'll be certain little areas where we might repeat a sentence Mm -hmm. here or there, but for the most part, it's not the repetitiveness as before. In addition to um, the editing and those kinds of um, edits, 
we actually decided to tell my entire story from, you know, the beginning of me meeting Ben all the way until our divorce. And then Amber's going to go through hers all the way through and then we'll come together instead of bouncing between the two of us. So yes. that's a little bit of a change. It's just going to be a little bit more chronological. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. And I'm putting in little disclaimers at the very top. Once we get into mine, where it gets a little bit more complicated, like, okay, here's where we're at. You know, Athena now just got married. I am doing this. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So let us know your feedback. All of them should be done by the end of October. As of the recording today, we have basically one through 22 done. And then I don't know, I'm on such a mission. I think we actually should start doing season two because you know what, guys, we have so many audio recordings that Athena took <laughs> and court proceedings, true. recordings of Ben. Mm-hmm. We have some audio from the high-speed car chase. That's true. Uh, we got some good juicy stuff that now that he's in jail, we might as well share. I know. <laughs> I mean, Why not? What else is going on, Amber? Well, we just wrapped season four and now we are working on season five. Yes. Yeah. Season four had a lot of good feedback. It was a really intense season. It was. Season three was very similar to ours. And it was like, what a piece of shit. I mean, he's your typical run of the mill. And it was, it was a fun kind of dip our toes into the X-Files and, and um, yeah, you know, season four was definitely heavy. We got into a lot of domestic violence and we had a detective come on and really give us some, some feedback. And it was hard because we didn't know this, but it was unfolding as we were recording. So this one, this one's going to go back to something similar to season three, where an old high school friend comes out of the woodwork, but there's a twist. And you don't want to tell the twist, my friend? Oh, that this gal who we're focusing on the season is a dun, 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 psychologist. Yeah. So when people like to say, how did they not know? How did she not know? Or he not know? Well, this is an educated, professionally trained psychologist who still was duped by somebody because as we all know, anyone with a cluster B personality is always going to get over on you. Yeah. So we should get some pretty good insight from her. It's a pretty doozy of a story. Doozy. Is that a word? Yeah. (laughs) It's a word. I like it. (laughs) But yeah. So that we are going to be recording in November. So just in a couple of weeks, and then we will edit during the holidays or hopefully right before the holidays so that it'll be ready to go for everybody in the new year. I don't know exactly the premiere date, but January. Yeah. Yes. Super excited. I know. I can't wait. And if you guys do have stories, please send them to xwivesundercover at gmail.com. We are getting quite a bit of email these days. So if we don't respond right away, just know that we do file away every single story. And when we start getting into the planning stage for the next season, we always go back to those. So we will, there's so many already right now that we love. We love, love, love. You'll hear from us. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Come knocking on your door. Heck yeah. A team here, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) We just might knock on your door. Come and knock knock on my door. door. (laughs) Is that show our age? (laughs) Yeah, this company too. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Roper. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, I love Chrissy. You could be Chrissy. Oh, Ooh, I don't want to be Janet. She's not as cute. Can I be the other <laughs> one? Oh, that's so mean of me. Who's the Can other I one? Be- Chrissy? There's kind of two blonde ladies. 
Chrissy, what's the blonde one? Yeah, there's three. Is there? There's, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm getting mixed up. When Chrissy left, the original. Oh, then the other Summers one. Summers left, the other one. Yes. Oh man, you could be her. You, we could both be her, just different versions. All right, all right. I'll be, I'll be Janet. <laughs> there to take up a brunette. Her uh, hairstyle was Janet. Just, <laughs> I'm Janet. Her hairstyle is just too much. I can't. <laughs> Oh my god, she looks like a younger, she looks like a younger Chris Jenner. Oh, true. Kinda. Yeah. I love that show. Okay. We digress. We digress. Always, always. Okay. Talk about the docuseries, because I know everyone's wondering. A lot has happened with that. So originally we were picked up by a well-known network and we started working with them. They were great. But then within a month or so. They had a very large merger with a very large um, other network, which then put everything on pause, everything on hold, including the budgets. Um, we were able to squeak through and they they just really loved our story. We were really grateful. And then all of a sudden with the merger came a bunch of layoffs and teams that went bye-bye. And unfortunately, um, a lot of the staff that were was handling our story is no longer there. And um, so after that happened, we had a re- another really cool production company reach out to us. A handful of companies that have actually reached out to us, production companies, and we feel very flattered, uh, but we do really love the production company we are with. So we've decided to extend our contract with them. That is where we are, not to mention the fact so much more has happened since when we first um, pitched our show idea or our our production company pitched um, our show idea. And so because of that, it has opened up many more networks and streamers, um, you know, Netflix and Hulu and the this and the that and the Lifetimes. And I mean, just a lot of different networks that we are going to revisit and we should know pretty soon uh, what direction yeah. we're going to go in. Yeah. And to piggyback on that. So it was just really unfortunate and heartbreaking because yeah. when the two companies merged, the president of the one company were absolutely mm-hmm. A-team fans and they rallied for us so, yeah. so hard. Yeah. And they even got to the point where they were running numbers because they were going to write the offer for our show. And Unfortunately, running the numbers and the budget cuts that were happening, they just couldn't make it happen. They, and they're heartbroken. They're like, we want you so yeah. bad. When we sign for a, um, you know, what do we, what do we call it? Like a development type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they, this big company, this network gave us this budget. They flew a director. They gave us the money to create that pilot episode. Now that typically is there. It's owned by them now. But the good part is, is that because, you know, they knew that it was just nothing they could do and out of their hands, they actually gave our production company that all that footage, all the footage that we shot in Colorado so that we can repurpose it and pitch other networks. So long story short, I feel like it's a, it's a bad thing, but it's also a good thing because I feel like our story is so much bigger. It's like a hurry up and wait situation with any of these types of TV show deals, but I have good things because we've gotten a lot of media attention. Well, maybe let's start with Dr. Phil because we caught the attention of Dr. Phil. 
So unfortunately our schedules did not align with them. So we had to, you know, it didn't work out, but, uh, clearly we got on their radar. So, um, hi, Dr. Phil. Yes. We hope that one day we will make it happen and, and get on their show. So that's really exciting. I mean, we literally had what, six days notice. Yes. Yes. And we already had, you know, is it's my wedding anniversary. Amber was already on a trip and it was just, oh, we were so bummed. We were so bummed. We couldn't make it work, but the the staff there and the gal there that was working with us, she's she's great. And uh, we look forward to maybe trying to make something work in the future with them. Like Amber said. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I don't know if everyone's noticed or not. We did post it that we were covered in the Daily Dot, which is kind of like a Huffington Post. It's huge mm-hmm. worldwide. It's huge. They saw our, um, our big TikToks that went viral. <laughs> and so that came about. Uh, what did you think of the article? I know this is so hittish to say, but I got giddy when they referred to us as TikTok famous. I was like, <laughs> Sydney, look. Look at me say, but your mom, like, <laughs> it's so doing? weird. It's so weird. It's kind of cool. I'm yeah. I think, um, I don't know. It's funny. Cause I really honestly didn't even know how to even record a TikTok until my child taught me children. So, um, <laughs> so it's, it's fun. It's, it is fun. Um, okay. So how, so the daily dot let's, can we talk about some of his statements? So what happened you guys is as any reporter would do, they start verifying facts. And it took weeks. I think we got interviewed in May and it was like, yeah. I August when it came out, it was several months after. Oh yeah. And they had uh, their legal, they had their legal team all over it um, just to cover their asses. And um, I think it took a while too, because um, which I really love that this did happen was that the writer, the author of the piece actually flew down to go and see Ben and get his side of things, which was amusing so yeah yeah I have to say so um Jack Albin he's the writer of that thing he actually so he flew down once or twice I want to say to speak Mm -hmm. with him and I remember him texting me and I called him and he goes oh wow he's good and I'm like see no one believes us and he goes I'm a full grown-ass man and I was kind of buying into what he said he's like I can see without one without any shot of a doubt that you guys would have fell for it because I was, I'm sitting there in jail and he's so compelling and he's so good. And he goes, he's this big, good looking fit guy. And I was like, damn, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm fooled. He's like, I kept having to go back to the facts. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, yep, I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, like slap yourself, yeah. like snap out of it, dude. No, he's good. Can we talk about some of his comments though? Because <laughs> okay. I have it on my phone here. Okay, so yeah. according to Ben, he says mm-hmm. 80% of what we said are trash accusations. Yes. And he added that he's not the monster that Klingerman and Rasmussen make me out to be. Mm-hmm. He said he believes the women are lying in order to secure book deals and viral fame. <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, we are TikTok famous. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. I mean... Uh- I think that I'm not surprised. I think that as I've been going back and redoing my episodes from season one, it's, it's bringing up so much for me to relive it again, to re-record, um, you know, just the audio of it and just really say it all out loud. It's been emotional. I even got teary by myself. (laughs) 
reading one of them. And it just reminded me how scandalous he is and how selfish and he is what a user and abuser he is and that he'll say anything with conviction to get whatever he wants. And it's just been going on and on and on for years. And it's just crazy to me. So I am not surprised that he said any of those things. Um, Well, and thankfully, you know, he will never own up to it. The truth. Never, never. And uh, we've both saved everything. So I will, I would challenge him any day of the week. You tell me what I'm lying about and I'll show you that I'm not. Yeah. That's why we were able to um, go to court when he addressed it legally with us to take us down. And, you know, thankfully we have everything so we could prove everything and facts are facts. And and I mean, that's all that matters. If we wanted to be famous, I'm pretty sure this isn't the route that I would go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like blasting on how stupid I was for getting into, you know what I mean? If I want to be our famous, dumb decisions. I would go the whole, go to acting school, move to LA, be famous. Um, I sure as hell don't want to be known for this, but I think the bigger picture, like we talked about, you know, helping other women supersedes oh, any, yes, you know, 100%. So. 100%. Okay. So he also says that Klingerman and Rasmussen got in, that's in quotes, his ex-girlfriend's quote unquote head and that they broke up as a result. And Johnson says that he went to her home in El Dorado County to take back a French bulldog. He allegedly paid $4,500 for. Yeah. Yeah. So we got into her head. I know. I actually spoke to her uh, yesterday, the day before, and she sounds so strong. Good. I'm really proud of her. So the funny part is, well, not funny, but He's such an idiot. So he's speaking to the media. <laughs> this is PR 101 here. You don't talk to the media before you go to trial. I know. So he took, he's so arrogant and narcissistic that he took this guy, this reporter, uh, let him on into the jail, sat down. And so every single yeah. thing that he says in these articles is going to be used against him in trial. Yeah. Um, so he's saying he went to her home to take back the French bulldog. So right there, he's admitting that he violated a restraining order that was put in place that morning. And B, the French bulldog was added to that, that restraining order. So he's uh, two, two counts there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right? And she, I believe she said she, she had the dog with her. So that's all bullshit. Yeah. Yep. And according to Ben, this is what happened the night. He said he heard another man's voice in her house and his ex-girlfriend had allegedly told him she wasn't seeing anybody. So he figured that man was a stranger and she was in danger. So he just happened to have a taser with him and he entered her home to protect her. He said that when he saw the guy there, his head spun and everything happened so fast. He claimed he has no recollection of what transpired. Oh, yes. And not let's not forget that, you know, him snapping and uh, blacking and blanking out is due to uh, the police in El Dorado Hills attacking him and beating him so badly. He now has a brain injury, so he couldn't remember even what happened. I don't know, but that's a lot of detail. Yeah, that's a lot of detail so far. Uh, And no explanation why I just happen to have a freaking taser on hand. If you're going to go get a dog, you just felt like you needed a taser just in case. And, and let's add this. You broken through the window window. carrying the dog. And I'm pretty sure you had a stool to get into the window that you brought with you. 
don't know. I don't know. It seemed a little premeditated, but uh, yeah. I don't know. So, okay. And what about good old Barb, his mom? She oh, also man. let herself be interviewed for this interview. Yeah. And she said to the Daily Dot that her and Ben just happened to launch his side business to help her earn some extra income. What do you think about that? I think Ben said that. And I don't know if she confirmed that, but if he told her to, she would. She would go, uh huh. Okay, whatever he says. Um, no, but she, Ben has his mother believing his false narrative 100%. It's really disgusting. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that she's still defending him, because I know yeah. for a fact she didn't know about that business until me and you told her after yeah. I got divorced. And her uh, response was, Yeah, right. You're lying. You just hate my son and you just, you're just vindictive. And I was like, Okay, well, I just wanted you to know it's in my address and your name. So um, just heads up. But okay, I did my part. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Okay, so we have two more big media articles coming out. So one is a big European outlet that should come out pretty soon. The second, oh, my God, I can't wait to explain how this one came about. So uh. you just hinted on it a little bit. So Benny Boy says he has a brain injury from, remember when... He was passed out in, I can't remember what episode it was. It was in season two. And we talked about getting the phone call and he was like beat up in a park or whatever. Fourth of July found face down in only his underwear with yes. traumatic injuries and a brain bleed. And he was in the hospital and yeah. Oh, yes. So now that he's got this brain injury and he's sitting in jail, he's scheming up a ways that he can just basically be not held liable for what he did to Rachel. Mm -hmm. So he basically is saying that those police officers caused his brain injury. But when in fact, what really happened was that he resisted arrest and he got tasered. So, mm -hmm. but he somehow brain damage. He doesn't remember anything, but he's talking to the media and he seems to remember a lot. The original story that Ben specifically told me um, and carried on was that he went for a jog and it was, he was really lonely. He was upset about, you know, Rachel breaking up with him. And so, but he left his phone back at the hotel he was staying at or whatever. And um, that all he knows is that he got hit in the back of the head and that somebody called the police because they found him face down in the grass at a park or something nearby and woke up a little bit you know, a spotty waking up a little bit in the ambulance and still didn't know what happened. He carried on that entire conversation with me, sending me pictures of his injuries. I mean, the whole nine. And then I remember saying to you, when we read the police report, there was a John Doe that they couldn't find, but he tried to run from the police at that safe yeah. lane nearby. And we knew that had happened a little bit earlier in the day. He claims he got into the wrong rental car and that this, guy was like yelling and called the police and he was just like dude sorry look this is my same rental car so no the real truth is that it all happened at the Safeway parking lot he I think did break into somebody's car set off on foot he resisted arrest in a major way the police had to take yeah. him down he was he was very intoxicated and mm -hmm. that's that but so, this is what he's running with so as he's sitting in jail he is now, so he gets a public defender, right? And mm -hmm. he's not happy because the public defender is going, dude, 
you don't got a case. You should probably take a plea deal. And he's just, nope, nope, nope. That's not what happened. And so he comes up with this idea. He's going to sue the El Dorado police and the court system, basically. And he wants to expose them for how corrupt they are. And he Mm -hmm. should not be in jail. So he decides he's going to start this lawsuit. He's going to contact major journalists, big, big journalists. So randomly, me and you, I don't even know what kind of what day it was, but I check our ex-wife's Gmail account and I see a reporter saying, hi, uh, I was contacted by your ex-husband and I was just wondering if you could talk to me. So I call, I think you're busy. I call her and she's like, yeah, I got this letter. And he also wrote multiple letters to, you know, all these other people. And let's yeah. just news channel. This lady's not just your average journalist. She is a Pulitzer prize winning journalist big time. So she's like, you know, he says that he's, he shouldn't be in jail. And he wrote me this long letter. She starts reading the letter and I'm like, Holy shit, you've got to be kidding me. She's like, so he wants me to expose and write an expose article to expose the corruptness of the Eldorado police and all this stuff. And I'm like, girl, I I don't even know where to start. And she goes, well, I did contact the two people at the bottom of his letter. And one of the people said, you should really talk to his ex-wives. I think there's a bit more to the story that you need to know. So long story short, Ben tipped off a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who is now full of the the real story. She's been interviewing us. She's been interviewing everybody, including everybody. Mm -hmm. So she will do a well-rounded story on the real story. Um, and that should come out soon. But yeah, she flew to Washington to interview you. She came to Oregon to be, interview me. Yes. She interviewed Daisy. She's interviewed Avery. She, yeah. She's done her due diligence. I cannot wait to to read yeah. the whole story. If it's he's not happy be, with it. It's yeah. like you tipped her off. So yes, it will show both sides. That's for sure. But we all know his side's bullshit. I know. I know. Totally backfired. He even took pictures of us outside the courthouse. Yes. We look like badass bitches. Yeah. We have little suits on. We look like, yeah. Don't got like our us. mean face. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Are we all into jail updates? Yeah. yeah. We're kind of moving. Oh, well, do you want to do child support first? Well, let's see. He was supposed to have his, um, hearing today, the discovery hearing, which would have been the last chance that both sides had to present any new evidence um, for anybody to give or accept a plea deal and then to set the trial date if that's the direction they went. And so supposedly his attorney had conflicting issues with today's date and asked to push it out. Um, According to uh, a source, uh, they only could push it out um, two times, and this was the second time, I believe. So November, we have to wait till November to to see what happens there. He did get the the new lawyer. His mom's mm-hmm. paying for that, yeah, um, because he wasn't happy with with that lawyer. He was given, from what we know, a plea deal and has refused it. So, which is a big mistake, a big, big, big mistake. We can't say what the plea deal is, um, but they're going for the maximum punishment, I guess we could say if he doesn't take the plea deal. So if he loses, Oh, it's not good. 
If it does go to trial, me and Athena will be there. Hell yeah. Um, I know mm-hmm. several people are going to be there actually. So what I was thinking is With bells on. we should cover the trial. Hell yeah. So there is a podcast called Teacher's Pet. Um, and now there's a spinoff of that called Teacher's Trial. So I think we should do it similar to that. Okay. We go to court, we report back to all the court proceedings and what went on during his trial, if it goes to that, but it's kind of looking like that at the moment. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, hell yeah. California bound. He will shit himself if we show up in court. Maybe we could stay with Rachel. <laughs> Maybe he'll charge us again. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> At the courtroom. That'll be like my fourth time Part he's two. come after me in court. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Oh, Lord oh, of mercy. I know. Yeah. I did make a TikTok about the child support issue, how Ben was able to somehow, some way, simply go online, fill out a form with the Department of uh, Child Support, which is not tied into any of the county uh, courts or legal records. And he was able to submit it just by stating the fact that he was the primary custodial parent for Sydney, which in turn, auto-generated a child support order and by the time they contacted me and served me i think it was between three to five thousand dollars i was um being ordered to back pay second time he's done this to me i had to fight him then um i had to deal with the biggest idiot i've ever spoken to dealing with i'm not even okay i'll just get angry again so we're just gonna go past that one I just don't even know how some people get their their law degrees. It boggles my mind. But then after all that, I go to court, take time, make sure the children are cared for so they don't interrupt. Um, and he's able to get a uh, continuing continuance, whatever. Then the next time we show up, Athena has to take time out of her day, make sure the children are taken care of. And he's actually there. And I get to hear his disgusting voice. And by and the way, she's texting me during it going, ew, like it's so, so gross out. And I'm like, send it to me and I'm listening, but you guys are going to die because Athena opens a can of whoop ass on the judge. Like <laughs> this is ridiculous. She goes, I'm sorry, but you told me that you are not going to extend this any more. And this is what he does. And he's abusing me. And you were such a badass. And then Ben goes, see your honor, see how she like is so abrasive to me or whatever he said. Yeah. He, I turned oh. around like he was the victim and you're so unhinged and awful, but I was so yes. And I was Thank so grossed you. out too listening to his voice. It's gross. I think we should uh, pin the audio, a little bit of the audio into this episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be good. Miss Nazarian, any questions about the procedure? No, I don't. Okay. And Mr. Johnson? Uh, actually, yes. I Sure. I'd like- Okay, and are you planning to have one have someone represent you in this action? Yes. If okay. there any speak to him and, and figure that out. I'm not prepared. I don't have everything in front of me here. Okay, and who is your attorney? Uh, currently, uh, my I, I don't want to say a, a, a company with the other party here. Okay, um, and the reason I'm asking is, so it looks like there was another continuance in this case on July 26th. 
Um, this case dates back to June of 2022, and now we're at August. Um, I don't show that there is a notice of appearance for any attorney on your behalf in this case. Um, and normally at this point, if you were represented, they would have entered a notice of appearance. So I, I, did, I did not request the uh, continuance. I just, I'm not, I didn't request this and I didn't initiate this. Um, I know that um, the other party was saying that I initiated it, but I didn't. Uh, I, I received this document and the first document I received said continuance. I never received any initial document whatsoever. So. Okay, but I do show the at on July twenty sixth the matter was continued because you did not get notice of hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get notice of today's hearing? I did. Okay, and have you received the exhibits? Not all of them, no. Okay. And you're requesting a continuance in order to be represented in this matter? Correct. Okay. And have you spoken with an attorney? No, I have not. Okay. And is there a reason that you haven't um, talked to an attorney? Um, now this, is, this has been pending for some time? Uh, it's been access, quite honestly. I just received a, a, uh, access to somebody I'm going to talk to here two days ago. So. Uh, okay, and what what do you mean by access? I mean uh, there's specific times I can use the phone, and I wasn't I wasn't able to for the last couple days. Okay. And how long is it going to take you to speak with an attorney and determine whether or not you will be represented in this action? All right, and just let me check to see if the other parties have an objection. Ms. Nazarian, do you have an objection to a continuance? Yes, absolutely, I object. Okay, and can you tell me why you object? Um, I object because this is the second time he's done this to me. A few years ago, he did the same thing, and it is a way to just abuse me using the legal system and I have to get childcare and take time out of the work that I do. And in order to do this hearing, that's why the last judge was um, kind enough to write that no continuances were allowed. Um, You know, I believe she wrote a note on that. And I would just like to move forward and clear this up. I honestly feel like it's just very straightforward I submitted the final parenting plan. I know that there was a older version of a temporary parenting plan, but I submitted the uh, final parenting plan and that's there for you to see that shows my name listed as the uh, sole custodial parent and everything else is very, very detailed. I even highlighted very important detailed information in yellow for you. Okay, and I, right, and I have reviewed the documents and I don't want to get too much into the details of the case, just whether or not this should be continued. Okay. And then I believe Ms. Nazarian sent in um, the current parenting plan and that's the one you do not have. Is that correct, Mr. Johnson? That's correct. And, and, and the reason that I, I, mean, I can tell you the reason I need to speak to an attorney is because uh, 
I don't want to get into details of anything. I'm just trying to determine what pages you have and what pages you don't have. Okay. That's the only thing I want to ascertain right now. So I will go ahead and grant Mr. Johnson's request for continuance. Both parties are entitled to seek legal representation. Um, and I do understand that there are some barriers, Mr. Johnson, to you doing that. Also, I do understand Ms. Nazarian, that it is inconvenient for you, but I will ask that the next hearing be scheduled at times that work better for you. Um, I will make a note in here about what the part that the parties have the exhibits so that hopefully there will be no further delays due to that issue. All right, and then Ms. Nazarian, do you have any questions? Um, yeah, I'm actually just very upset with this right now. You're letting this man abuse me with the legal system over and over and over. Have you, I mean, did you even research any of this information before we jumped on today? This is just really unacceptable, Ms. honestly. Ms. Nazarian, the law is that a party is entitled to seek legal counsel. Um, I've made my ruling and I do, I do appreciate your frustration, but um, I, I cannot make a different ruling than that right now at this point with the information that I have, so. <laughs> Okay, so, right, so I do have a have any questions. I do have a question okay, for you. <clears throat> so in the next hearing, if he asks for another continuance, because he does it often, will that be allowed again? It will depend on the judge. So, and I will tell you, the more times I, um, as the more continuances there are, the less likely the next one is to be granted. So if. He requested today a continuance for legal assistance. Most likely, it's not going to be granted again. So, but I can't say what the next judge is going to do. So each case is taken on a case by case basis. Okay. Okay. And then, um, Mr. Johnson, do you have any questions before we go off the record? Um, no, I'd just like to keep this strictly legal. Okay, so it doesn't sound like you have any questions. So what I, I'll make some notes in here for the next judge, and then um, both parties will receive a new notice of hearing in the mail with the time and date of the hearing. And Ms. Nazarian will make the efforts we can to accommodate your schedule. And then Mr. Johnson, those exhibits that you don't have will be sent out to you. So we are off the record. I do want to thank everyone for appearing. So thank you and goodbye. He ends up getting a continuance again because he says he doesn't have the uh, our parenting plan, our current parenting plan, which I submitted. But this ding dong on my case or who represents DCS didn't, I don't know, upload it correctly. Who even knows? It was uploaded for the judge and I, but didn't get it off to Ben. Anyway, he gets another continuance. So now we're on number three. Um, thank you, Jesus. This man who's representing Ben with Department of Child Support retired. And this other woman who was just saw right through the bullshit was like, bada bing, bada boom, this is stupid. He just wanted to fuck with me. Yeah, totally. Because he loves to. Yeah. Yeah. That's the abuse that continues. Nothing over changes. Over and over and over. So for someone who's got a brain injury, injury he's sure as hell can do a lot from jail. So anyways, yeah. November, yeah. I wish we had more of an update as far as everything. It was supposed to be today. It was supposed to be today. 
but my wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So November, mm-hmm. maybe by Christmas, we will have the best gift ever. I hope so. We'll say he's in jail for good. Should we do a quick update on kind of the players in our story? Because I think it's kind of fun to share the fact that this girl right here set up D on a blind date. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, D the hairdresser. Oh, yes. And and they hit it off. I know. I know. That's so so exciting. What about, okay, so that's D the hairdresser. So she, I don't know if you want to call it a relationship, but she's went on a couple dates and it's going really good. Yeah. She's she's kind of giddy. Um, I'm Rachel, yeah, I'm yeah. still with my guy three and a half years later. You're yeah. married. You're doing good. Yeah. Um, six Rachel. years married. Six years yes. married today. That's right. Okay. Rachel, do we know? We kind of gave I, a little bit of an update. Yeah. So she, like I said, mentally, physically feeling great and strong and healthy. Not sure about the relationship status. I'll have to do a little digging maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Daisy, um, do we know if Daisy's ever gotten into a relationship or no, she's no, not really. She, okay. I think she might've dated years and years ago, but she's in such a small town that the picking is pretty bare, <laughs> but I think she's doing good. I've seen her several times. Her yeah. and Opal have yeah. come to visit me. Yeah. Um, so I think she's good though. She's working and, and everything. Um, who else we got? We got Avery, Avery. She's, I believe still in her relationship too. I think so too. She had some amazing photos like posted out about hiking. And um, I love, I think she celebrated her dog's birthday recently. Yes. She's a doggy mama like me. Yeah. So that was cute. She looks great as usual. And I think she's looking at buying a house or property. So she's, (gasps) yeah, she has this dream of having a bee farm like in retirement. So she's no way loves her job right now and is saving money and hoping to buy property and have her bee farm. That's so crazy. Um, so good too. Yeah. Wow. And Deanna, I don't, I don't really know. Do you know Who? anything about Deanna? <sighs> Last I've not heard from her in quite some time. I haven't either. Last I spoke with her or she messaged me. I believe she was still living out of state. Um, she was doing some like internal work still working on herself. And I think it's uh, been a little bit of a bumpier road. Yeah. I don't know I that she's yes. working still. Um, I don't know. And I don't believe she's in a relationship. No. So I think she's, she's still going through it. I think she's probably it's safe to say she's kind of going through it, um, yeah. but hopefully on an upturn, hopefully. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Absolutely. I know she was doing some intensive therapy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And Anyone else? Jordan, yes. Jordan's, yeah. I think she's doing good. Yeah. I don't talk to her very often or anything, but she seems to be doing good and yeah, you know, she's great. Last time we saw her. Yeah. Um, well, and else? then Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Yes. Well, you did. did post the badass video of us <laughs> for yeah. her birthday. Yeah, that's so right. I bought her tickets to go see the weekend for her birthday. Yeah. Um, fun. Funny, the, the whole concert thing comes full circle. <laughs> remember when I had the meltdown <laughs> about the Taylor Swift concert? Yeah. I, I was like re-editing, going, oh my God, I made such a big deal out of nothing. <laughs> but I'm such in a bad mental place. But like it's funny that we now are are doing all together at a concert. Yeah. So for the listeners, Oh my gosh, I think people thought we were lesbians because 
you know, so I buy Lynn, uh, Sydney and her friend tickets, but like a few rows away. Um, and we were, you know, me and Athena up above them. And I remember the, there was a group of ladies behind us and you're like, yeah, our daughter's just down there. And I'm like, <laughs> sound like lesbians not that there's anything wrong but we're not lesbians my two moms <laughs> no mom wait no other money. mom <laughs> so yeah good yeah. time so we're co-parenting she Yay. texted you I wish you lived a little closer so you could help drive Sydney here or there or whatever I'm like I know yes totally and Sydney's doing intensive um therapy we're doing family therapy and we really just wanted to um, before she's a full, I mean, she did turn 13, but before she's like flaming full-fledged teenager, we knew it was important to get her, um, as much help as possible to, you know, heal. So she's yeah. been attending this, this healing, um, treatment center and, um, it is been amazing. And she is learning so much and how to communicate because she really mm. started shutting down so much um, when her father was telling her to memorize the stories or not tell this person this or lie about this. She couldn't keep it straight. And so she just stopped yeah. talking. She stopped communicating and shoved it in. Um, and so that's what we're working on. And so to talk to her and like hear Aww. her express her feelings and take accountability for this, but this is how I feel, but I should not have done this. And I apologize, but I would like for this to happen. I was just like, wow. I, I cried. Know. I was trying not to, I was like, <laughs> you know, not trying to be emotional, but I was like, it was hey, a long time coming. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. She's got a lot to unpack emotionally. Yeah. Terms making sense of it all. Yep. Good. Yes. Good. Good. Are. I know a lot of stuff. struggles a bit still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we I dare get talk about, I know. Hers, well, I'll, I'll say mental... one thing. Yeah. I'll say one thing about Opal, you know, it's always the whole, you don't know what you're missing and you have this longing and, um, but high insight, Ben not being in Opal's life is a blessing, but she's a young girl. I mean, she's a young teenager and how she will never fully know that or understand that. I don't think for many, many, many years, if ever. Um, but she's I a don't good know. kid. She's 15. She is a great kid. Daisy chose not to talk about any of the details of Ben until recently because she's been asking about it. So together they they've been talking. So she's just now at 15 years old getting this information and it's a lot as can be expected. Um, and she is a little bit delayed in her processing uh, for someone her age. I think mm -hmm. that's safe to say. Yeah. So it's even a little bit more difficult to. Yes. To, I believe she's on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just sad. It breaks my heart. She cried mm -hmm. and we're trying to figure out how to help her make sense of it. Yeah. Because no, it doesn't matter. You can say you're better off without him, but she still wants a yeah. dad. Yeah. She still wants a dad and she doesn't understand why Sydney got a dad, but she didn't get a dad. You know, yeah. she wants to hate him, but she wants to know him at the same time. I remember she said recently when she was at my house, she's like, um, you know, I tried same with Sydney. I was like, you know, no one's perfect, babes. Like 
I'm not perfect. Your yeah. mom's not perfect. Your dad, not one single person on this planet is perfect. And we all right. make mistakes and there is good parts to your dad. And so yeah. just like Sydney, I was like, you can cherish those good parts. He has, he has good qualities. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to say, I appreciate those things about him. Um, and not like his actions, what he's done. And so, but she's like, but, but so I was telling her like, you know, some good things about him, you know, but yeah. she's like, but at least you got to experience those good things. I know. And that broke my heart. And I'm like, that's true. Like, I just, I know she's she, going to deal with a separate that. set of issues that she has from um, longing and mourning the fact that she didn't have that involvement where mm-hmm. Sydney has to do a lot of the therapy because of the things she witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're equally heartbreaking, uh, yeah. just different. But I will also say that I have told Sydney multiple times. And then again, recently during our, our family session, you get to love your dad. He is yeah. your dad. Yeah. You get to love him, babe. You get to be mad at him. You can hate him, but I don't ever want you to feel bad because you still love him Yeah. because, because, you know, like there's a sense of guilt, I think, or what's, yeah. why do I, why do I feel sad? Why do I miss him after he's done all these things? Well, guess what? You get to miss him. Yeah. You get to love him yeah. and you get to hang on to those good, those good memories, but you could also be mad at him for what he's done and hold him accountable for those things. But I tell her, if you ever want to talk about it, talk about him. You can always, just like I always said, when yeah. all of us didn't get along, when you guys were together, yeah. you could share any stories you want with me. You could tell me all the fun stuff you and Amber did, even though yeah. I would say the same no. thing, even though there was definitely tension. Like she, I don't know. I never was a part of saying, I don't want to hear about your mom. I never said that to her. And I always said, you are free and welcome to talk about whoever you want to talk about. Yeah. Ben, on the other hand, was more like, I don't want to hear it. Don't talk about it. You're not allowed or whatever, but. Or even her siblings, remember? Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. like that's why I brought her, you know, to get Cohen a birthday gift. Cause I wanted her to know it's okay that I have maybe disagreements with your mom, but that doesn't negate the fact that that's your mama and your family. And I support that. And you should have your relationship and you should still yeah. You know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, the extent of what she was being yeah. told, True. but it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot, but, um, but yeah, these poor girls, I don't know. I feel bad for them, but they're, they're resilient and hopefully with a lot of work and counseling and therapy, they can grow up to make a mark and help other people. And I don't know. Um, but let's see who else is there. I think that's pretty much I think it. That's the biggies. Yeah. If there's someone that you want to know an update on that we miss, let us know. I will say this because this is brand new as of today. A lot of us listen to various, you know, Dirty John type podcasts. There's a very mm-hmm. well known one on Wondery that um, recently had a new season out, mm-hmm. and they are kind of taking a page from our playbook and outing the guy, right? So they're giving his real name. Usually it's all anonymous. Um, None of the victims give their real names, but this season they are starting to out themselves. And that just Mm -hmm. brought up a lot for me because we were kind of the pioneers in this. Um, Because midway through our season, we were like, fuck this. We feel like such hypocrites. We are not protecting women from him and he's terrorizing people. So 
Long story short, there is a lot of legal implications. I'm sure that whoever produces her podcast is well covered, but it just got me thinking like people really need to protect themselves. There is new doxing laws. There is defamation cases. And especially with the Johnny Depp case coming out and him winning his defamation case, you're Mm going to see a lot more people going after anyone. And it's become such a thing. Like you'll see social media pages are being created and TikToks outing people. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that just because we did it, we took that chance, but we also got taken to court. So um, what we thought we would do is ask uh, Bruce Almighty, our wonderful lawyer, who is a, a first rights amendment lawyer to come on our podcast. And he officially agreed today. We love you, Bruce. Shout out, Bruce. Yes, we love him. He's the and best. Staff. He got us through that mess. But that's what happened. These guys, if you out them and you don't know every single in and out, you can get yourself into a lot of trouble because even if you have every receipt under the sun, it doesn't matter. They can still take you to court. Therefore, mm-hmm. they're paying out the ass in lawyer fees. You'll be paying out the ass in lawyer fees. And it could go on and on and on in litigation. So we're going to have Bruce on soon. We haven't nailed down the interview date yet, but we are going to go through everything, what you should and shouldn't do. If you feel the urge to out your awful ex. Yes. Or just have to protect yourself. Um, make sure you have everything in line so that if you do it, you're safe and you can prove that the things you say are factual. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a big reason why we took the dirty John directory down for anyone who doesn't know. We originally had a dirty John directory where you could submit a guy. And even though we felt like we were doing the right thing and only posting factual court records, right? still like in Oregon, for instance, where I live, you can't even post a mugshot anymore. So what's the point if you can't even post a picture or a mugshot of someone without getting in trouble? So there is a lot of things, doxing laws, privacy laws, like you may be telling the truth, yeah. but you're still outing a private citizen. Um, and so there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot, but we're still Amber and I, that is our future goal is to get a lot of that changed. We're still, our goal is to get the database together, just like with pedophiles. We want a database, a DV database. You should go on and it should be linked male, female, even if they're expired, you should be able to see somebody's history. Um, good, the bad and the ugly. So, so we have a lot of momentum though, especially with the media attention that's that's happening. So I think, is that it? I think that's it. Okay. I don't know when we'll be back for us, but we will definitely be back. We'll make a big announcement once all of season one is, is done. And I'm super excited to hear what people think. Like, was there something new that you learned that you didn't pick up the first time you listen? Yeah. Someone like your mom or Lexi or someone that something that they added that was like, oh, that provides some more insight. My friend Shana came on and she had some good information that I was like, that's a really good point or whatever. I know. Um, yeah. So we'll make that announcement. And then we're okay. just going to get to work on season five. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Season five X-Files. Boop, boop. Someone wrote on our private Facebook group. You guys keep talking about a spinoff of called X-Files and I can't find it on Apple podcasts. Mm-hmm. It is not a separate podcast. It's still under X-Files. Or, sorry. It is still under X-Wives Undercover. But just the seasons that we focus on our listeners, we're calling it yeah. X-Files. So mm-hmm. you don't have to look anywhere on Apple Podcasts. It's not a separate. We call it a spinoff, but it's not necessarily a spinoff. Then. It's a subsection. 
Yeah. So yeah. Ex-Wives Undercover is the yeah. overarching umbrella. That's the podcast name. The first two seasons are Ex-Wives Undercover, our stories, starting right. with season three, four, five, and beyond. That's all right. X-Files. Yes. So hopefully that clarifies yes. it. Okay. Um, Until next time, else? my friends. And um, hopefully you'll be seeing us on the big screen soon. Yes. If you're not already. I know. Love you. Love you. Bye, babe. Bye. And once again, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five-star review. And make sure to join our private Facebook group for even more juicy info. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And of course, you can always visit our site at www.xwivesundercover.com.